Welcome to Alpha Coding Podcast, an all-access pass to medical coding and billing pro tips that help you start your week off smarter. And now, here is your host, Tony L. Holmes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alpha Coding Podcast series. I'm your host, Tony L. Holmes. Welcome to episode 60 of the podcast. That's right, 60. We're getting closer to 100 episodes. So today is February 22nd, and I have been getting the most awesome feedback from you guys on my recent episodes. The download numbers have been sitting at around 1,000 listeners every single week. And that is absolutely incredible. So I want to say thank you to all of my listeners that continue to show up every single week on Alpha Monday. I've got some exciting things in the works for some upcoming episodes. I'm going to have some awesome guests on. So I've got some great things in store for you guys. So today we're going to cover a topic that I get a lot of questions about, and that's how to learn a new specialty in coding. So whether you've been working in family practice and you're looking to get into cardiac or maybe you are a dermatology coder and you want to learn orthopedics. And it's important that all coding professionals know how to make those vertical leaps across specialties. Every seasoned coding professional in the industry will tell you that the more specialties you know, the more marketable you become. And I want to share some great pro tips with you on how to learn a new specialty. So before we dive into our topic, it's time for your Monday dose of positivity, the Mindset Monday tip and it's brought to you by Project Resume. When is the last time you had your resume updated? Your resume is literally your entry ticket to that next great opportunity. Project Resume will design a customized ATS-friendly resume to demonstrate your unique skills and experience. And even better, it's written by coders for coders. Make that investment in yourself today and visit projectresume.net and mention my code ALPHACODING for special pricing. So our Mindset Monday tip is all about recognizing your value. The quote I want to share with you says, the real opportunity for success lies within the person and not in the job. And I think this is a really important reminder for us all because so many of us think that if I get that promotion, if I get that specific job, if I get that fancy office with that management title, that then I'll be happy, then I'll feel successful and that's just not how it works. Just like when you have a new year roll in on January 1st, that new year is not what makes a new you. It's actually you and the changes that you make within yourself. So just remember, your success depends on you. You have the power to define your success. It's not about a job. It's not about a promotion. It's not about a fancy car or a fancy office. It's about you. So today we're going to cover my top 10 pro tips for learning a new specialty in medical coding. I get a lot of questions about how I've managed to learn and master almost every specialty in coding. And I'll just share with you that it's come with a lot of volunteering my own time and recognizing the value of that knowledge that I would gain by cross-training with other people, by taking on additional projects, by learning new specialties from the ground up 
up. This has allowed me the opportunity to have exposure and touch points with pretty much every specialty. Now, there are a few specialties that I don't feel like a true subject matter expert in. And in those cases, I will refer out to a colleague. So when you're learning a new specialty, it can feel very overwhelming. And the way to combat that feeling of being overwhelmed is to assemble the right tools in your toolkit. The pro tips that I'm going to share with you today are going to be applicable to any specialty, but each specialty has its own nuances, its own nooks and crannies that you have to become familiar with, and that's going to happen over time. It's not going to happen overnight. There's no such thing as learning a specialty overnight. So I'm going to share some great pro tips with you on how to learn a new specialty. So this brings me to my pro tip number one, research the top reported services and procedures for the specialty. So this is where you're going to need to do a bit of research and be your own advocate. Request a utilization report by CPT and HCPCS codes when they're applicable. So there are some specialties where you have to use a lot of HCPCS codes. So if you're working in infusions and oncology, rheumatology, any of those areas, there are going to be a lot of HCPCS codes. So you want to be familiar with that code set as well. And everybody's access to these reports is going to be different. Maybe you have direct access to be able to run these reports or you have to request it from your boss. So make sure to be your own advocate and request these utilization reports because they're going to be really instrumental in helping you navigate the high overview of the specialty and to be able to connect the dots on what the top reported codes are so that you can learn those areas. You also want to be mindful of modifiers. So specifically, if you're learning a surgical specialty, the modifiers are going to be critical. Modifier 22, all of the global modifiers, the 59 modifiers the 59 modifier subsets depending on the payer and then laterality modifiers. So there's a lot to learn. And then if you're learning a specialty like hand surgery or podiatry, you're going to need to learn all of those digit modifiers. And you want to make sure that you know what those modifiers are so that you're not missing a beat when you're actually coding for that specialty. Also, you want to be mindful of whether your providers are seeing patients in the hospital as well as in the clinic. And if they perform procedures and surgeries, are they doing these in the office, in an ambulatory surgery center, in a hospital outpatient department, or specifically in the facility? Because that impacts the codability of all of those services. So you really have to become intimately familiar with those top reports services and procedures. Pro tip number two, research the top reported ICD-10 CM codes for the specialty. So similar to pro tip number one, you want to request a utilization report by the diagnosis codes. This is going to give you visibility into the areas of ICD-10 CM that you're going to need to focus on and pull the guidelines on and understand what's codable and what's not codable. This is also where you would identify whether or not this is a risk adjustment specialty. So for example, with a specialty like nephrology, a lot of their payer contracts are risk-based, which means capturing the highest level of specificity on, let's say, chronic kidney disease, a patient that is on dialysis, that's had a kidney transplant. All of these instances are going to need to be captured in ICD-10-CM codes to the highest level of specificity because they directly impact the reimbursement amounts. So the payment methodologies for risk adjustment 
assessment are different than the payment methodologies for traditional fee-for-service contracts. So this is where it pays to know what your top reported ICD-10 CM codes are for the specialty. Pro tip number three, review the Medical Specialty Society's website and resources. So every single specialty has their own professional association and they typically are packed with great resources about the specialty. Now keep in mind reimbursements are based on payer contracts and so sometimes there's conflicting information with what the professional association is saying and what let's say Medicare or Blue Cross Blue Shield is saying. And just as a rule of thumb, whoever is signing those checks is going to be the final decision maker in the policy. Definitely check out societies like the American College of Cardiology, the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons, the American Association of Neurological Surgeons, the American Academy of Family Practice. All of these are excellent resources that can be leveraged as you're learning a new specialty. Pro tip number four, request to shadow a provider. So I realize this is a lot different in the era of COVID, but even virtually shadowing can be really helpful. So if you have the opportunity to shadow a provider in the clinic, virtually via telehealth, or if you're lucky enough to scrub in and actually get to see some procedures or surgeries in the OR, it is such an impactful experience. Seeing is believing, and you have such a greater depth of understanding of what's taking place when you see it versus if you just read it in an op report. Some of my best relationships with providers have started as a result of shadowing. And I realize this is not an option for everybody because everybody's situation is different. But even if it's not an option, there's always YouTube. You can pretty much see any type of procedure or surgery on YouTube. Pro tip number five, review the coding guidelines for the specialty. So this is going to be a step you take after you've identified from those utilization reports what the top reported services are, what the top reported diagnosis codes are, and then you're going to want to take that information and dive deeper into the guidelines of your CPT manual, your ICD-10-CM manual, and actually look at the CPT section guidelines for those top reported procedures. Make sure that you're highlighting and taking good notes and really digesting that material because you're going to need to reference it as you're actually hard coding procedures. And then same process with the ICD-10-CM manual, although all of the guidelines are in the front of the book, whereas the CPT guidelines are going to be in that specific section. So this process is going to help you become well-versed in the coding guidelines for the specialty. And as all coders will tell you, guidelines are gold. Pro tip number six, research applicable LCDs and NCDs for the specialty. So some specialties have a lot more LCDs and NCDs than others, but these are going to be local coverage determinations, national coverage determinations. So specifically for a procedure or a drug or a supply or a lab, there may be specific diagnoses that are only going to be covered when reported with that particular service. And then some services have specific frequency limitations. So you're going to need to become very familiar with those policies, pull those policies, and make sure that you're referencing them as you're actually coding. 
there are a lot of LCDs and NCDs for specialties like pain management, rheumatology, infusions. So just be mindful that there are some specialties that have more than others. Pro tip number seven, research applicable NCCI and MUE edits for the specialty. So again, every specialty is different. Some specialties like, for example, orthopedics, you're going to see a lot more bundling edits than you would say for a specialty like cardiology. So it really just depends, but you want to become familiar with those common procedures that can and cannot be reported together. And then also be mindful of the MUE, so the medical unlikely edits. So for example, with pain injections, there's a maximum number of units for each code that can be reported in a single date of service. And so you want to make sure that you know which procedures or services have associated MUSE that you need to be aware of as you're coding these services. So this upfront research is going to be really helpful to you as you're navigating that new specialty. Pro tip number eight, understand that mostly all medical providers render evaluation and management services. So there are some coding professionals that disdain EM services. They avoid them like the plague, but understand that pretty much every specialty with the exception of, let's say, radiology and a few others, lab pathology, even those specialties, depending on the setting, may still have some EM involvement. So it's in your best best interest to learn the ENM coding guidelines to understand how those services work because they're the most commonly reported services across all medical specialties. So it really does pay to know and understand ENM coding guidelines and how these services are reported. Pro tip number 9, realize that some specialties take years to master. So I'm often called into organizations to help train their revenue cycle management team, their medical providers on coding for a new specialty. Maybe it's a specialty that they've just added to their organization. They've just hired a new provider in a new specialty. And so they want to learn the ins and outs of that specialty. And with complex specialties like neurosurgery or cardiology or plastic surgery, there's often this unrealistic expectation that's put on coders that are new to the specialty that they need to learn the specialty overnight. And this is not a realistic expectation. Some of these specialties are way more complex than other specialties, and one surgery, one case, can easily take a coder hours to get through. So it's important for everybody, you, your boss, your leadership team, to have realistic expectations because some of these surgeries take years to master. And I'm talking about years of head down, cracking the books open, dissecting op reports, doing hours upon hours of research. Some of these specialties you're going to need many hours of practice in before you're going to feel comfortable with the specialty. And it makes it so much worse when you're learning a new specialty and you can't get access to a subject matter expert's feedback. So there's no feedback loop to identify whether you're on the right track. 
And feedback is absolutely critical when you're learning a new specialty in coding. Pro tip number 10, consult with industry experts when necessary. So there's a reason why subject matter experts are worth their weight in gold, especially when it comes to complex specialties. And you've probably heard this before, but the riches are in the niches. There's a reason why that particular person or that particular organization has built a successful business on their specialty expertise. You want a resource that knows the ins and outs of the specialty. This can literally save you hundreds of thousands of dollars and avoid a lot of trial and error in the process. When you bring in a subject matter industry expert, you're getting a roadmap to the specialty, and this is an invaluable resource to your organization. So don't be afraid to call in the experts when you need a second opinion, and specifically when you're venturing into a new specialty and you have a lot of questions and you're not sure what the answers to those questions are. An industry expert is going to be able to give you the answers to those very tough questions. So grab a pen and paper to summarize my top 10 pro tips for learning a new specialty in coding. Number one, research the top reported services and procedures for the specialty. Number two, research the top reported ICD-10 CM codes for the specialty. Number three, review the medical specialty society's website and resources. Number four, request to shadow a provider. Number five, review the coding guidelines for the specialty. Number six, research applicable LCDs and NCDs for the specialty. Number seven, research applicable NCCI and MUE edits for the specialty. Number eight, understand that most all medical providers render E&M services. Number nine, realize some specialties take years to master. Number 10, consult with industry experts when necessary. So it's time for this week's coding pro tip, and it's brought to you by Cario. Is your current EHR giving you headaches and impacting your cash flow? You can rest assured knowing that Cario will deliver a complete technology suite that allows providers to effortlessly manage all functions of their practice in one place. This means less paperwork, increased patient satisfaction, happier providers, and better outcomes. Visit our website, alphacodingexperts.com, and head over to the deals and discounts tab for a link to access exclusive pricing. If you have a coding related question and would like it to be featured in one of our coding pro tips, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. So this week's coding pro tip comes to us from Florida. Hi, Tony. Your podcast is my favorite and I love your content. I'm really confused on the COVID vaccine coding and which administration codes go with each vaccine. Can you help explain how these codes work? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for being a supporter of the podcast. The coding for these COVID vaccines and vaccine administrations can be a little confusing. So there are four types of vaccines that have designated CPT codes, and then each of those CPT codes has corresponding vaccine administration codes that correspond with the dose, whether it's the first dose, the second dose, or just a single dose. So for the Pfizer vaccine, that's going to be CPT code 91300, and then the corresponding vaccine administration codes are going to be 0001A 
for the first dose and 0002A for the second dose. Then we have the Moderna vaccine. So that's going to be CPT code 91301. And then the corresponding Moderna vaccine administration code is 0011A for the first dose and 0012A for the second dose. Then we have the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine, and that is CPT code 91302. And then the corresponding vaccine administration code is going to be 0021A for the first dose and 0022A for the second dose. And then lastly, we have the Janssen vaccine. That's going to be CPT code 91303. And then this is just a single dose vaccine. So the corresponding vaccine administration code is 0031. A. So those are the current COVID vaccine and vaccine administration codes. You will likely see more codes as more vaccines become FDA approved. So I hope this points you in the right direction. Please remember to hit that subscribe button now so you never miss another episode. Also, be sure to drop us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate your support. So this concludes today's episode. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Alpha Coding Podcast. We'll see you next Monday. For more information about medical coding and billing pro tips, including how to hire alpha coding experts, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or visit our website at www.alphacodingexperts.com.